Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody, to Three Point Stands with Sean Smith and my co-host Drew Garrison, man. Today we're gonna talk about the recap of the NFL draft. Some of the big things that's hitting the headlines in the NFL. Rookie minicamp starting this week for some teams. Also have a special guest coming in later on to talk about the recap of the uh, draft. And let's see what goes on from there, man. Let's get right into it, Drew. What do you think about the first overall pick? Man, that draft was crazy. Just in general, all the trades, all the movement. But... I think it was a shock to see Walker go one. I thought it was going to be Hutchinson, man, for months now. Um, but Shad Khan and them and Doug Peterson down there in Jacksonville saw something in Walker. I don't get a lot of the Walker hate. I know he didn't have great sack numbers, but he was also very good against the run, which I think on defensive ends people don't pay a ton of attention to, Like kind of like Sam Hubbard in Cincinnati, actually. He doesn't put up a ton of sacks, but he's damn good against the run. Right. But yeah. when I say that, I'm like, okay, so I can see that with Walker. But on the other hand, like, do you draft a one, a run stopper one overall? Or do you go get the, the guy like Hutchinson that, that put up 10 and a half sacks last year and can go get to the quarterback? Because that's where. I mean, yeah, but it was just crazy to see. This guy only had six sacks. Six sacks, and he's the number one overall pick. Um, but he also played on a national championship defense. You know what I mean? Had a hell of a caliber guys. What Georgia had what? 15? How many guys that get drafted in the first round? Uh, I wasn't 15 in the first round. I know they had a handful. I know they had a lot of guys drafted overall, though. Um, and that's Yeah, overall. I mean, I didn't mean in the first round. I mean, overall. I think they had the most draft picks overall at any school. So it was just, it yeah. was just crazy to see that. You know what I mean? But I think um, – just to see all them trades with wide receivers is letting you know that this is a pat. The NFL is a passing league. What I noticed with that is a lot of these teams with receivers that wanted paid like AJ Brown, AJ Brown wanted a new deal and Hollywood Brown and Baltimore kind of wanted, you know, some more, he didn't really like the offense and all this stuff. And I noticed a lot of teams. It's like this wide receiver market got so crazy in free agency they're saying I can't afford to pay my receiver, so I'm going to trade him. I, I mean, I don't know. It was just it was just like trade for one and draft a young one. Why pay big money when you get a guy that's going to be a cal- top caliber guy? I mean, think that's, about it. Yeah. All of guys. You know what I mean? I can't think of the dudes. The Tennessee drafted was it Burks? Yes, but they drafted yeah, the crazy. same guy. They drafted the same yeah. guy. <laughs> just yeah. getting them for cheaper, he, cheaper for four years right now. Yeah, Philly had to pay him, and they get to pay a rookie almost nothing. So I could see that trend because the way that the wide receiver market got set just this year in free agency, I mean, this is no shade at Christian Kirk. Go get your money. But he was a third-best wide receiver last year, and Jacksonville gave him $84 million. So they know that the market's going to come up and it's going to change. And so they're like, man, let me go ahead and move him, get what I can out of him. And, yeah, I'm going to draft the same guy, and I'm going to pay him $4 million a year versus $24 million a year. Yeah, and then if he doesn't pan out, he doesn't pan out. You still you could decline that fifth year option. <laughs> As you yeah, it's better than paying Brown. Yep. It's better than paying Brown big money, and then he doesn't pan out or he gets hurt or something. So I I can see the logic there. I just that's just something new that I think we're going to start seeing in the league is because I I think that's what the Bengals did, and we I don't know if we can talk about that now. Or we can get to it later, but I, I think that you saw a lot of teams that see the way this market's going and the way this money is, and they're just like, well, I'm just going to draft your replacement and figure it out i think well, well well i believe they did draft this replacement to be honest uh well for the Bengals, you want to talk Bengals real quick it's just not even real quick just uh they drafted they draft the safety they drafted the safety right from michigan dax hill, dax hill from michigan man the, the my college team my he went yeah. from my college team to my pro team so i mean um, that's that's a great steal for you but you guys that that means they don't want to pay baits so they're gonna pay baits let them pay the franchise tag and that's it you know that's what, what I mean? it tells me Bengals fans did not like hearing me say that when I was on Twitter because you know me, man. I'm going to tell it like it is on there, not how they want me to say it or what they want to hear because everybody loves Jesse Bates. I love Jesse Bates, but I told you, man, I, it's what I told people. You got they're, they're going to buy their offense 
They're going to pay their offense and they're going to draft their defense. And Dax Hill is here to replace Jesse Bates after this year because they can't give Bates a big guaranteed contract with a $15, $16 million average value that he wants when they got to pay Joe Burrow. They got to pay T. Higgins. After that, they're going to have to pay Jamar Chase. The money's just not there. So they drafted his replacement as Dax Hill. And Dax Hill is a dog. I've watched every game of Dax Hill's career. He is a dog. He can play nickel. He can play free. He can play. They can put him in a slot corner. there, huh? Well, Mike Hilton's the main slot corner, but when you're when you're looking at that dollar dime defense, you got two slot corners out there. You can put him out there. I think he's willing to play boundary corners, so he's going to be able to play everywhere because he did in Michigan. But I think at the end of the day, he's that free safety that's going to replace Bates. But what that gives the Bengals just this year, while they have Bates on the franchise tag, he's going to be a toy. You can plug him in. And just put him wherever, and just see what you know. You can you can bring him off the edge. You can you can put him out there. He's going to give you something to just really just play around with. When the Bengals' defense was good last year, Lou Anarumo with those defensive backs was very good. But they got a toy for this year, which is cool, like an extra. But next year, I think he's the replacement. I think that's that's exactly the way they did, and that's similar to what Tennessee did with the receiver. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, I think a lot of teams know that. I think a lot of players know that their job is in jeopardy with the draft every year. You know what I mean? Guys, you, you, you're drafting their replacement. When you're drafting your replacement, it's replacement, a it's, it, No, it's, it's totally – I totally agree with it. – it's a business, but I don't know how many guys really understand it's a business. That, that That's the biggest problem right now. Everybody think, oh, I got it made, got it made, got it made. No, it's not. I mean, it's not for long. Next man up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, it's just – it's crazy how it's going, but you know, I was excited um, for the draft just to see some of the guys, some of the picks for teams because I think the winners to me, hands down, the winners of the draft were the Baltimore Ravens and the New York Jets. On paper, them guys are champions right now. Both New York teams, the Giants had a great draft too. Oh, the Giants had a great draft too, though. But I don't know about Thibodeau, man. I don't know if he's going to be able to handle that New York media. That's a different breed in market, man. Like, so he's you know, you, it's a lot of pressure. Though. No, he has it, but guess what? The media is totally different, though. If you're not, if you're not winning, they they'll find a way to bash you, and you will be on the front page and the back page of the sports section in New York, from the Daily News and the New York Post, plus the Jersey right. paper too. So it's like that's three major papers that you will be caught up in if you're not producing. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's definitely a different animal out there because there's, I mean. It's just so much bigger. You got more reporters than you do in a place like Kansas City or, or Cincinnati. So, yeah, there's 10 times more reporters in there ready to give you shit if you're not doing right. And you mentioned I mean, Baltimore. I mean, think about it, but think about it, though. Look at Odell Beckman. Couldn't handle the media. All, it, was always, it was always something. It's still always something with that, dude. Don't get me started. Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, it is, but he's a, he's a Super Bowl champion. I mean, yeah, but he went yeah, halfway hey. to a loaded team. I don't even want to get you started on that. All right, I don't, I'm going to let you go into the weekend with a great weekend, man. I don't want- <laughs> <laughs> man, I think about that game. I think about that Super Bowl every day. It's not going to go away ever. Nah, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. But, but I mean, he, he went and got a ring after he joined a team that, you know, was already loaded, and they, they got their ring. But I, it's just – you know, that's that's the way it goes, though. The media will get in your head. And that's what I'm trying to say. That's why I said New York is not an easy place for, you know what I mean? But also even with Baltimore. Baltimore, like I said, switch, switch gears here with Baltimore. Baltimore looked good. They, they they drafted real pretty good there, I thought. You know what I mean? Got rid of Brown got, and picked up some key pieces that they feel like they need. And the thing is, they can get rid of Hollywood Brown because Lamar can't get the ball to him anyway. Well, I think that is part of it because Lamar's already scrambling. He's he's already he's, he's run first, then pass. He can't throw. Uh, I'm not gonna say he can't throw. I mean, he's a quarterback. No, see, you man. got the you got the wrong you got the wrong guy. If we're talking about him, I think he's a bum. I think he's nah. fast, but I think when it comes to being a quarterback, he is a bum. I get no. The bum is Baker Maybe. Mayfield. Come on, come on. You can't say come on. Come on. You can't. You cannot. <laughs> Baker Mayfield did not live up to the hype. All the fucking commercials he had. And guess what? You notice you haven't seen that near one commercial. Yeah, they pulled all of them. They pulled all <laughs> no, the commercials. He was never. He was never mature enough, man. He's too busy trying to reply to people on Twitter and all that. He never. My whole thing. He's worse than. I'm gonna be honest with you. I feel like he's worse than Johnny Manziel. At least Johnny Manziel was a competitor. Made done all the wild yeah. shit off the field. He was competitive. Baker's a sore loser, crybaby, mama's boy, man. 
And now, he's, it, look, where is he going? The, the Panthers were going to trade for him during the draft. The Browns wanted them to pay more of his salary than they wanted to. They said, never mind, we'll get Matt Corral from uh, Ole Miss. And, yeah, so where uh, you, where does he go now? I, they're almost out of teams. I don't think Seattle's oh, in there. No, Seattle's not in on him. What happens is the Browns are going to hold on to him for as long as they can and see what happens. You and I know guys get hurt in training camp, first week of the season. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whatever it is, somebody's going to have to trade because they need somebody that's been a starter in the league. You know what I mean? So, right. I mean, not not to get into the Colin Kaepernick situation, but Cap is better than Baker right now. And Cap hasn't even played in five years. Just being that's honest. That's why I'm I say it's hard to say he's better than anybody because I haven't seen him play. Uh, but, yeah, but but I have better seen him play. right now. Yeah, you know I what I mean. Him, yeah, him. I saw him go to a Super Bowl. Exactly. You got to think about it. There's no difference from Cap than a backup quarterback in the NFL that's been in the NFL for ten years with a couple of starts. They barely play. Only reps they get is practice and right. preseason. Unless you get the Matt Flynn. You remember when Matt Flynn came in one game, went crazy, and got paid, and then lost his job to Russell Wilson. Yep, and then you ain't seen him. Where is, matter of fact, where is he? Oh, he's probably retired by now. Exactly. My point exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is how that shit goes. On another topic, though, I really want to touch base on, man. Nah, most definitely, though, man. What do you think about the comments from Ryan, uh, Ryan Tannehill about not being a men- mentor? Man, I think, and there was, a, there was a bunch of stuff on Twitter about this, too, because he said that, like, after he lost to the Bengals in the playoffs, he had to, like, go to therapy and stuff. Like, he had a really hard time with it. And, you know, Bengals fans obviously ran with that, saying that the Bengals broke him and stuff. But, you know, mental health is very important. Shout out to the month of May for mental health awareness. But I, that's bullshit about his mental uh, health uh, awareness on that. You can't, how are you going to say you're not going to be a mentor when, you know, when you was drafted high to Miami and you was a piece of shit and your career was damn near in the tumps? It didn't get re, re, relived until you came to Tennessee. You got Arthur Smith got you right in the offense when he was yeah, the OC. You know, just being honest, you know what I mean. Before then, he was a bust. And maybe if you had some great mentors or some leaders around you, come on. If you're the quarterback of the team, you're the leader. So it's just like if you if you got hurt, God forbid. I hope it doesn't get hurt. But if you got hurt, you will have to mentor this backup quarterback to understand the role and how to get the balls and stuff, get get the run of plays. Yeah, because so the I, only I, thing I, that I matters just, is I was winning. just baffled of how he handled it. But maybe the wording wasn't right. Yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a job. Don't get me wrong. It's, every year I was competing with guys that they, whether they drafted or not. But I wasn't a dickhead right. to the kid, to the player. You know what I mean? I give you right. some information. I'm not going to give you all the answers. To, you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not going to give you everything to take my job. But I'm going to... I'm going to help you out because that's that is the way it goes because if Tannehill goes down it's probably going to be Willis that can keep the team afloat for <laughs> you know 3 4 games. Oh man, why why with, with all that be with, with all that being said, man, because we we got to we got to since we talking about this, we got to bring him in, man. He should be in the uh waiting area, man. We got a special Let's guest, man. Uh we're going to bring in Jeff Allen, former Chief played for the Texans, great offensive lineman. He's also a, a business owner, father, husband, a couple of things, man. Let's let's bring him in and let him chime in on this topic per se. Matter of fact, what's up, fellas? Jeff, what's how's going it going? On? It's going good, man. Thanks for having me, man. I, I want to chime in on this because Sean he said he wasn't a dickhead. He might not have been a dickhead to the guys he was mentoring in his room, <laughs> but he's a fucking dickhead to me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, my rookie season, they bring this man in. I'm talking about giving it to me every day in practice. I'm like, what's wrong with this guy? Hey, that's man. I can see. Not because I think what we we drafted him in the third. We drafted you in the third round, right? Second second round pick. Yeah, my bad. I don't. uh, No, I don't either. You know, those daughters. Correct me. Correct me. Correct me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, but Jeff was a second round pick. Had all the talent. Twos when they, when I first got there, they used to I used to mess with him. Like, I ain't gonna say pick on him, but I just because he had something. You know, he was a second round pick, and I'm like, man, he got something. Let me get some of the get some of the, at, at that time some of the young immaturity, laziness out of him. and understand what it was, and I was a dog. Like I came to work every day bringing a lunch pail mentality. But when he was able to handle me, 
When I left, he was able to handle any. I feel like he was able to handle anybody with his career and the way he played the game. It's like if you can handle shit talking from me, you can handle it from anybody. Definitely, right or wrong, Jeff? You're right, man. Definitely. Um, that definitely prepared me. And the fact that you're a New Yorker, man, that shit's just in your blood, you know. <laughs> now, it's, just, it's just, it's just, a, it's just a straightforward, straightforward to the, you know, uh, to the point. To the point, I'm gonna get straight to the point. I ain't gonna sugarcoat nothing for you. I'm gonna be honest with you, but I'm always gonna be there too. Because guess what? When you used to come off the field, hey man, you could do this a little better. I used to help guys too, though. Like you yeah. can say, I could be a dick. I, I could be a dickhead, but on game day, we all in. I'm rocking with everybody. Every fifty, that's it. Up, let's go. We rocking. No, you know what I mean? It's definitely for a reason. And um, the thing I can appreciate about you, when you're young, you don't really understand it. But as you get older and go throughout your career, guys like you are needed in the locker room. Guys that bring an edge to the team, guys that aren't afraid to address things, to, to speak up in the locker room uh, and be that leader. Right. Yeah, I feel you, know, like you have to have that. No, you have to, though, but you have to have leaders because if you don't have leaders, the locker room, you will lose the locker room, the coach will lose the locker room. I, and I feel like that was the big, you know, that was one of yeah. the biggest issues they had in uh, Jacksonville last year with Urban Meyer. You know what I mean? Just, yeah, yeah. There was you no leader in it. You got those guys that, that, you know, get the leadership based off of, you know, what are y'all on the team as far as performance? You got the real leaders, the guys who, yep. who you look up to, who you know, those real dogs. And, and Sean definitely is one of those guys. Yeah, you man. Like you said what? You ever see Sean whoop anybody's ass in practice or a game? Uh, no, nah, I've definitely seen it. Man, Sean was dirty, man. I would have hated to have been on the other side, like playing him an actual game, man. <laughs> but, uh, I, didn't, I didn't see him do some shit now. I ain't going to let it all out. No, you don't seen it, but I tell you, watch me. Watch me get a fifteen. I, I make a person get a fifteen yard penalty on me, and guess what? It helps the defense. And Arrowhead used to be rocking. I used to get. Yeah. That's why I love the fans at Arrowhead, man. I mean, I bounced around, played for a few teams, but I always love the fans in Kansas City. Like they are ride or die fans, no matter what, man. Oh it's yeah, I agree. I've never been out there, but I'd like to get out there. Man, it's, no, it's a different it's, atmosphere, it's, man. It's diehard, and, and if those Chiefs fans love you, you're a legend forever. It don't matter what period you play, how long you play. If they fall in love with you, they love you. They love See, you, I man. Remember, I remember them a little differently, though, because I remember it being real quiet after my Bengals went into their crib and took the AFC oh Championship God, trophy crazy. home, though. <laughs> I just, hey. they, they weren't that loud that day. I can respect it, man. I'm gonna have to take that one. I'm not gonna respond in the next. No, hey Jeff, I tell him all the time on him, man. I tell him all the time, you know, because he's my co-host. I tell him all the time, I'll take that. But guess what? There's no point of going to the dance if you ain't winning. You know what I mean? The last four years we've been to the dance and we come, we came home with one of them things, right? The thing shining. We got one. They got a good quarterback, man. They they making some good moves, but you know, I still think the Chiefs are the better team at the end of the day. That's just the honest opinion. We we can get into that, man. The outlook of that team is so different to me without Tyreek Hill. I feel like he brought so much to that offense. He was so much of that team. Yeah. Like Patrick Mahomes is one of the most talented quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life. But I and I, that's not a shot at him. But I just wonder, do you see his performance dip down a little bit with no Tyreek? I feel like it's natural to you. Can't teach speed. You can draft other receivers. You cannot teach. Hey, run the fuck past that guy, and I'm yeah. gonna hit you in stride. I don't think his production is going to drop at all, to be honest with you. I don't think there will be as many big plays, but it honestly might make him a better quarterback. I'm not saying offense is going to be better, but I think it will make him a better quarterback. It's going to force him to survey the field a little bit more. Um, of course, Travis Kelsey always going to be his outlet, but he's going to have to spread the ball out because he, he doesn't have a true more receiver. So uh, this is what great quarterbacks do. Aaron Rodgers has been doing in Green Bay his whole career. I mean, he's had some number ones, but those guys have developed into number ones. So uh, Pat's going to have to show that he's a – Five hundred million a man this year, and I think he is. I, I, yeah, I, I think, think that I he think can. He is. I, th- I think yeah. he is. I mean, I think, like people said, man, no, no, no disrespect to Tyreek. I appreciate everything he's done to the for the organization, helping us win. But it's time to move on. Older guy, been hurt a little yeah. bit, so why not go young? You know what I mean? Like, like the guy we drafted, Sky Moore. I'm happy with Sky Moore. I. I I watched this kid play, watch him play. It's not just how to watch him on TV. Why? Yo, he can play. We, we The Chiefs got some game breakers, and I think now that 10 is gone, Patrick can, like you said, Jeff, be a better quarterback because now he has to use all his weapons and see the field. Before it was just, oh, 
I know I can go to 10 all the time. I can go to 10. Nah, whether we run the Z motion, whatever, hand it off for the right, what all that. We don't need that no more. We we yeah. we got some receivers. I feel like we got some talent and defensively. I think the Chiefs, even though the AFC West is the best conference in the NFL right now, from Denver, uh, the Chargers. I'm hey just, man, you gotta line up play first. Don't say that. They, the they're good on paper. No, I mean, I mean, you can say they're good on paper, but not even just good on. It's not even about good on paper. What they just added, the weapons they added, man. The and besides Baltimore, nobody else in the AFC did anything. Cleveland didn't do nothing good in the draft. I felt like they traded away all their picks for Watson. They yeah, they're sure. not going to pick it first round for like I think two more years. I, I would say the reason why the AFC West is the best division of football is because when you think about teams, when you think about winning teams. The formula for winning is a good head coach and a good quarterback. And I think three yeah. out of the four teams have both of those components. So it's going to be a tough division for sure just because of that alone, not to mention the defenses that they have. And in, 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 um, L.A., um, the Chiefs got a little bit better in the draft. Um, Denver, you know, they've always had a solid defense. So it's going to be tough. And the Raiders got a good defense. Sky Moore messed up. They got a quarterback. Yeah. They got a quarterback. So that's going to put them in game- games now. Yeah. Sky Moore messed me up. I've never seen a receiver wear number 24. Every time he catches <laughs> it, I'm going to think it was a pick. Hey, that's that Mac football, man. He a dog, though. He's getting it out the mud. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, hey, I was just about to say that, man. He getting it out the – really getting it out the mud, man, because it's like – it's crazy, man. It's crazy, man. But, yeah, man, let's, uh, let's shift a little gears, man. Jeff, tell us a little bit what you've been doing since you retired from the NFL, man. Man, my, my wife has been taking care of me, man. You know, that's my sugar mama. She made my decision <laughs> to retire easy. I, um, You know, once I retired, I transitioned into business. Um, I, my wife had this skill with baking cookies. We went to New York back in 2017, and we stood in line at this place called Levain Bakery. And we stood in line for 40 minutes, and I get to the front, and all they had was cookies. It was four different cookies, and it was like one pastry. And I'm like, we waited in line this long for some cookies. And um, I tasted it. It was amazing. And um, I looked toward my wife and I said, you know, you can't make anything like this. Just joking. Like reverse psychology. You know, she's going to go try something. And she went home, couldn't figure out their recipe. But then she's like, I'm going to make my own. And when she made it, I was like, yo, this is crazy. So I started giving the teammates. Anybody can get their hands on it. And um, everyone felt the same. I was like, we should start a business. And, and that's what we did back in. Well, we, the idea started in 2018. When we really started pushing for the business. But in 2020, uh, right before the pandemic, we opened Cookie Society out here in Frisco, Texas, our first brick and mortar. And we got store number two coming in about 10 days. That's what's up, man. Now, my my daughter's birthday party is next month. All right. I just got done planning it. I might have to hit you up. You guys deliver? You ship some out here to Ohio? Yep. Oh, yes, man. Sir, we, we ship. We ship. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to give you the free promo right now. Like, I mean. Yeah, man. We might have to get a promo for the show. We might have to get a promo for the show. So, got for fans and whoever listening, go out and get you know ten percent off. Get to some cookies. Yeah, man. Right hey, I mean, when I say these cookies are serious, these cookies are serious. Like on Sundays, especially on Sundays out here in Frisco, man, the line be long wrapped around. So you know me, I don't like standing in lines. I've been doing it first with Jeff in the front. <laughs> I just, yo, Jeff, I'm gonna come through, man. I'm gonna come back there, man. Man, let me come through the back real quick before I pay for everything, and it worked out because I could. When I say that line is long every week, it's long every week. What's the and name I, of it? Did you say that? Did I, I say the name of it? I'm gonna say the name to you. It's Cookie Society. So C O K I E S O C I E T Y. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Visit cookiesociety.com. Place your orders. I like I'm it. I'm talking about bro. Like the O line. Every team he's been on, the O line love it. Um, people ship, they ship him all the time. Like it's funny because I respect the hustle. Him and his wife is up at 4 a.m. in the morning. The guy is 4 a.m. in the morning. They still go to the to their business and put the work in. It's not him just watching people do it. They're actually doing the work, like grinding. The right. football mentality he had, the right. mindset is is in there. You know what I mean? Like. It's there. It's like one of the, I, I, I vouch for it because it's good. No matter what. My kids love it. Everybody loves it, man. He was smart, too. That's the that's genius marketing. You got to give it to the big guys, the O-linemen, the D-line. You got to get uh, yeah, in the trenches yeah. with it. That's, that's, yeah, that's where the word you, spreads. Man, you have to use your platform. That's why I tell any young guy in the NFL, start transitioning before it's over. 
Before I retired, you have before, before I retired, everybody in the media knew I, what I was going to do after I retired. I was talking about cookies. That was two years before I retired. So it was already in everybody's minds. And I started to become the cookie guy even before I retired. And, and that was my, I guess, my persona and my personality. And that's what they can They started to like the person more than the football player. Um, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm you got to do because you're in the spotlight Oprah for so long. Oprah even for yeah. this guy, man. I mean, him and his wife. I can't give him all the love. His wife. It's my he, wife. His it's wife. wife she right? does all the 100%. work. Yeah, she, <laughs> she does all the work. She, 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 you know she's I mean? we, carrying the team. We're, we're all we, we're all smart. We know that the women are the brains of the operation. Man, my house doesn't <laughs> run without her. That's facts, man. And and the thing <laughs> is, we kind of hey, like switch roles. Speaking of that, Jeff, um, with 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 the Cookie Society, are you guys doing any NIL deals or anything? Have you guys even thought about that? I, I'm just curious, you know, not to change the subject all the way around, but just curious because I see I just read something about the Texas running back got a deal with Lamborghini uh, for a car deal. Yeah, I don't got that type of bag to give out. <laughs> no, we I don't. Nah, we doing, we doing, we, doing deals though. We doing deals. We did some um, stuff with the University of Illinois offensive line last year. Um, that's the only deals that we did. But this year, as we've increased our production and our um, expanded a little bit, we're gonna do a little bit more. Hey Jeff, right, is your, uh, your uh, ahead, Twitter uh, and Instagram? Yeah, is your Twitter and Instagram is that at Cookie Society? Yeah, at Cookie Society is our tw- is both. It's on everything at Cookie Society. I want to put yeah, it on the screen for the people that watch on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, let, let them check it out, man. All you got to do is take a look. I promise you're going to order. Once you taste it, you'll be a, you'll be a um, customer forever. You'll be a fan. You'll be a fan. You can, it's okay to say. You can say, hey, oh, you nah, would be, you know, Jeff. You will be a fan. Man. You can be, hey, you, <laughs> you will be, be a fan. Authentic. It will be a fan. Hey, sure. a, I, I might place an order for this birthday party for real. No, I'll definitely get you as, some, as you man. You sure? I promise you, you will not be let down, man. Because there's another cookie place out here called Crumble. And if you didn't notice, I had added y'all like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I added yeah. y'all. <laughs> Just you know, be I'm gonna stir the pot, baby. I got to. I'm gonna stir the hey, pot, but it, it hey, we just got pot. one of those here by my house. I haven't been yet, but go go I, I go try it before you try us. No, I, I can't. I'm keto, man. I'm, I'm on a diet ke- until my daughter. Oh, okay. My daughter's birthday party is June 25th. I'm on a very strict diet until then. Then I might eat a whole cake myself. That's going to be right. my first cheat well, day on this diet. Well, Sean's been making fun of me for now. liking to eat too much. I'm down eight pounds in a week, Sean. Oh, that's awesome, man. <laughs> oh, that's great. You know, I could get that in the sauna one day, though. <laughs> and, hey, and, hey, and, hey. and I can. And I can still get lemon pepper wings from Wings. My Star. man, my man, Sean lived in the sauna. That boy was straight off the field to the sauna. <laughs> he said on the episode sauna? last week, he said in Cincinnati when it was cold and he wasn't practicing, he said, shit, I'll go sit in the sauna until it's my turn to get out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, be, I'm being honest with you, man. One thing about it, Jeff will tell you, man, anybody will tell you, I ain't getting fined for my weight. I used to go yeah, sit in that man. sauna so I could eat, eat how I want to eat and do what I want to do, man. It was just... It's just a lifestyle. Like being big in NFL in the trenches, yeah, you got to be big, but people don't understand the sacrifices sometimes. You got to style yourself just to make weight on Friday. Just to go, mm-hmm. you make weight on Friday, then right after weigh you go eat that big breakfast <laughs> and try to come back and recover, man. <laughs> well, you get yeah, you yeah. get weight fines? Yeah, man. 500 yeah. a pound. I think it's up to like 800 a pound now. The league it's, changed it's 800 a pound. Yeah, it's 800 a pound. See, that's crazy. See, that's the stuff I like to learn when I talk to you guys as former players because I'm just a dude that's been watching football for 30 years. I didn't, I didn't know you actually got fined for your weight. So Albert Hainsworth yeah. was getting killed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of yeah. guys that's getting killed. That's not a shot. I shouldn't have, That sounded like a shot. I mean, I he, got I that, I mean he, he was getting paid, though. So for him, I mean, $800. For him, it was nothing. And the deal he had back then, that was a serious deal back then. You know yeah. we. This money right now that they're giving out right now, Jeff, you think you can come back right now for a full season? <laughs> <laughs> ain't no way, boy. <laughs> I go out there and get killed, but I, man, hey, man, I, man, I, I thought I thought when I hit free agency that was great. Now I'm seeing these dudes. My deal at, was the top of the, you know, top of the top. Now that's a backup deal. Yep, and it's, it's about crazy. to get crazier. That's that's, that's, that's gonna go five years later. It's a backup deal. 
that cap's going to go crazy when Apple gets this Sunday ticket uh, deal. Oh, man. That's so much money. So, fellas, hang on to the opportunity. Don't lose it, man. You got a lottery ticket in your hand. Um, keep earning it every day, man. Appreciate it. Um, and keep earning it. And I think people can can take a, a very good lesson from you because you knew, okay, like this is going to end one day. I feel like a lot of dudes feel like that money's going to be there forever. And, yeah. or, and, 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 you know, people get tricked into the wrong things. They get, they're going to start this business up for their friend that they've known forever and it goes South and all that. So I think that it's also good because you were a little bit later in your career. You kind of knew yeah. that, that it, you know, things were coming to an end soon. So you got yourself ready and established. And I think that that's, that's definitely something that, you know, players can learn and, even young kids that are trying to get to the league can learn is like, I have a platform, find, find something else for when this is over. Because a lot of dudes, I mean, I'm sure you guys know even better than I do. Once, once they're done in the NFL, they go broke. They, they don't have anything. So yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But we, we could talk about the root of the issue. I think the root of the issue is that's a red flag for a lot of teams. When there's a guy that got interest outside of their job, outside of football teams really dock you for that. Like, man, this guy mm-hmm. not committed or, or this guy isn't all in, but, in all actuality, not nah, you could be both. You could be committed, but also be thinking about your future. So I encourage guys to to kind of step out and not be afraid to, you know, talk about the things they want to do after football. And don't worry about, you know, what that team thinks because a lot of guys don't do it because they're worried about, you know, what the they worry about the outside people. They worry about the, the outside, people. the front office. There's a lot of factors in play. So they're like, I don't really want to, you know, think of anything outside of football. But it could be over with at any given moment. So. You one player away from being hurt all the time. You one player away, man. We like, I think about that team we had. We had a special team, man. Well, Jeff will tell you, man. We had a special team, like Pat Mahomes. You can say Pat Mahomes, all that, but we had a great team when we was playing, man. We should have, we should have won, but it was just upstairs battling with downstairs coaches, and it was just, it was just crazy. But we had one of the talented teams. We should have went so far, man. You got to think about it. The very next year. I mean, that team had, what, 11 Pro Bowlers. The very next year, we went from – then we won two games, and then the next following year, we won 11 with the same exact yep. team. Changed the quarterback, but outside of that, it was all the same guys. Um, but it just tells you about you know, leadership. Everybody got to be on the same page. Coaches, GM, they all got to work together, mm-hmm. and, and they got to be a comfortable, um, safe, fun environment. Otherwise, you ain't going to have a fucking chance. No, you, you 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 won't, man. It's crazy because, man, it's funny you say that. You know, I had a I had a heart at the senior bowl this past year. I had a heart to heart with Scott Pioli. You know, he apologized. Yeah. He had he apologized to me. He said, "Man, I should have never let you go." I yeah. he was one of the true leaders there. I didn't understand you. you no, know, a lot like like I just said, a lot of people don't understand me. Like you think oh, I'm a loud, obnoxious dude. But I use football. Football was my safe heaven, man. My avenue to let all my frustration out and everything. But I always show love. Like I run into Jeff in the neighborhood all the time, bro. Yeah, I run into him all the time. Basketball, son, playing basketball, whatever it is, we speak no matter what. It's just a friendship we had. I don't got to yeah. talk to Jeff on the phone. You know what I mean? It's just a relationship. It's like he's like my little bro. I'm proud yeah. of him. He's doing what he's do. We see each other's love. We said we're gonna go to lunch. It's just so busy with your kids. Everybody got stuff going on, but I see what he's doing on social media. I support his business. They, you know what I mean? It's just it's a matter. It's a real. The NFL is a real brotherhood. If you really find is. guys that really fuck with you, you know what I mean? Like really fuck with you. No. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? No, for sure is. I think it needs to be more conversation around that, and then that we just want be authentic and support one another, and not only from a from a business standpoint, but like check in on one another because we all go through shit. Like, Man, we all go through the same thing, whether it's your wife getting on your nerve, your yeah, kid, business, yeah, just, just, just life. It don't, how, it don't matter how I look. You can look at me and say, oh, man, you're having a great transition. You're doing all this. And I'm doing good, but, like, the shit's hard regardless. I have my days when I still be like, man, I cry sometimes. Like, man, how do I make how do I how, how have I made it this far? Mm-hmm. And that's the human element that I think that – Guys like me, like, you know, like I've been doing this with Sean just because we know some of the same people and it worked out good and, and you know, we're having a lot of fun with it. But I'm just a regular dude. I got a regular job. I got a 10 month old daughter that I got to feed. I got a mortgage, you know. So, like, that's when people can see, like, you guys are, you, you're humans. I know we see you on ESPN and you got cool cars and chains and whatever else you got. But what you just said is just like I have friends that 
if they're having a shitty day, they'll text me and they'll they'll bitch yes. about their wife and it, it just gets out. And yeah, you check in on your people. And I think a lot of people don't really see that no matter how much money you have or no matter how famous you are, you still have real shit to deal with. Exactly. For sure. For sure. And it's all about perspective because, I mean, it's a lot of stress and, and sometimes money can bring more stress. But where I bring myself back to center is I think about like, man, it's out here. It's people out here dealing with real life shit. Like, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm going to be all right. And, and, and just to really think about it, like where I've come from to where I'm at now, there's not much to complain about. So you always got to check in on yourself. It's all it's all perspective, man. That that's, that's that's all it is at the end of the day, perspective, man. You just got to be really true to yourself too about it too with everything too. That's 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 another thing. A lot of guys be out here faking the funk and don't be really true to themselves, and it messes up. It messes up everything when you're not true to yourself. Mm -hmm. Period. You know what I'm saying? When you're not true, it, it messes up everything. I tell guys all the time: if you're true and genuine, authentic, it goes a long way. It's, it's like if if Sean on the news and he beats somebody ass, I know ten out of ten times that person that Sean whoop was in the wrong because I know his heart. <laughs> Not, I mean, but yeah, it's funny yeah, you say that. It's dead ass. It's dead ass. It's it's um, but unfortunately, yeah. the stories yeah. like that get out and and they be like, man, he's the bad guy without knowing without knowing the person. You know, you just see the result, but you don't know the person. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of that stuff. Like I, as as a Bengals fan, and like I actually talk to him from time to time, just on Instagram, just by chance. But like Pac-Man Jones, he had gotten into a lot of trouble. You know, he he yeah. had a lot of issues off the field. He had some stuff on the field, but and I feel like now, you know, like I'm so, you don't know me, Jeff, but but Sean knows I'm such a big Bengals fan. It's crazy. Like when Chris Henry passed away, my I was still in high school. My my the office pulled me out of class to like tell me because they knew. But so nobody talks about how he's adopted Chris Henry's kids and they're getting yeah. D one offers like the youngest player to ever get an offer from West Virginia where they both went to school. So everybody still thinks Pac-Man's, you know, crazy Pac-Man. And I know that he got in some trouble, but nobody liked to talk about when he was in Cincinnati and him and Vontez Burfick would do bicycle giveaways for kids around Christmas. Nobody wants to talk about how he stepped up and took in Chris Henry's kids when, you know, obviously they lost their father a long time ago. Yeah. And I think that, you know, that, that stigma is, is a true thing. And it's a lot, it's a lot of guys, you know, I mean, more guys than not, man. I mean, a lot of us are doing so much that people don't know about just because we don't blast it on social media. Don't mean we're not doing good in the world, but the, or the new station man, doesn't want to pick it nah, up. They don't want to pick it up. Yeah, or something soon, something go bad. No, nah, it don't. It's going to be more in the news. They don't, because I do so much stuff out here in Dallas in the community, but I don't go do it for media purposes. Pac-Man ain't yeah. doing it for media purposes. Those are the guys that are true genuine. You got a camera around them. You could, they're doing it for, it's, it's out of their heart. You know what I mean? To this day, it's still instilled in me, like on Tuesdays, to go to try to do as much as I can in the community, because Tuesday was always a day. Mondays and Tuesdays was always a day you could do something in the community. You know, you know what I mean? So yeah, I, 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 I live I, by that. That's just still I mean, that's just something I have to do. I've been in community too, and I think I think one of the things that we both kind of similar in the aspect we don't want the camera around. But I, as I as I've been maneuvering through our list, I think we should really start documenting it because it inspires others to do more. Not just it inspires others to do more, and then also when you need money for funding, people yeah. want to know what you've done and see it, and they see it, and I, and, I, and that's the hit part I had to start realizing too, because it's like, yo, I'm doing it, but I don't you know. What I mean, I promote childhood literacy because one out of four kids can't read by the time they reach the third grade. So mm -hmm. I just encourage kids to read, like read every day. If you read every day, you read something, you go, you have a chance to be more successful than anybody else. Knowledge is power. You know what I mean. So it's a fact, you know. So yeah, Drew, what, yeah. What, you, I know you got a question for 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 Jeff. It don't got to be football; it could be whatever you want. Jeff, Jeff is open. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm open, man. I'm... Actually, something that I've wondered is, you you only played for the Chiefs, right? No, I played for the Chiefs, and then I went to the Houston Texans, then back to the Chiefs. Houston was the fucking okay. world one. <laughs> That's 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 right. 
I, I, I always forget, like, if dudes have that one-off, I kind of forget. I always remember players as, as the team they play for. But after football, do you, like – like, what was your favorite – did you have a favorite NFL team before you got drafted? The Bears, 100%. I grew up – my favorite athletes of all time was – I wanted to be Michael Vick and Devin Hester. <laughs> That's it. If I could be anybody, those was the two. And unfortunately, I just kept growing the wrong De- You want to be Devin Hester, bro? <laughs> Hell yeah! Hold on, 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 until I hit high school, they're like, nah, nah I know big, that, man. Big, big fella, you ain't you ain't none of that. You better get put your hand in the ground. <laughs> so now that now that you're out of the league, do you so like are you a Chiefs fan? Because like I know Sean nah, played I'm, for a few teams, but he's a Chiefs fan. But are you back like rooting the Bears I'm, or do you I'm, just kind of watch in general? No, nah, I'm a Chiefs fan, 100 percent And it's more so because of the community. The, Chiefs fan. The, communi- the community rock aspect of that. I rock with the Chiefs, man. Um and not just because they're a good team right now. That community is a tight-knit community. That organization is a great organization. Even though they released me, I still fuck with them. Shout-out to Veach, great GM. Um, it's just a good place, man. And I, I think um, as long as those fans keep doing what they're doing, it's going to foster that environment. Yeah, it'll always it'll always be like that there. I just I kind of figured that because you have guys that, that bounce around a lot of teams, like, you know, kind of like I was talking about. I'm Packers. talking about that, but he's still in Cincinnati. That, he's still a Bengals fan. He does a Bengals show on Believe, the same network we do ours on. So I didn't know if you know how how that works, but I figure once you get into a community for so long and play for an organization for so long, you can't just not be a fan, right? Like especially when it has such a big impact on your life. No, nah, definitely, and it, it changed my life. I mean, you know, earning that right to get drafted and then going to a place like Kansas City, you don't really know. I didn't know anything about Kansas City. I thought it was just like this small town, like. like Yellow Brick Road. I'm thinking of Wizard of Oz. I'm thinking, <laughs> real, I'm thinking like real country, like nothing to do. But it ended up being one of the best places I could go because I was focused. Um, and it's not that it's not that small, man. It's, it's really it's just big enough, man. You got uh, you got enough to do. Um, not too much to get into, bro. But it just was a good place to be a professional football player. At the point I was as a young guy. If I would have went to Miami, I, it might have been different. I may have been distracted. <laughs> <laughs> right, I might have, I might have been out, you know, eating wings at the strip club. Who knows? But being where I was, it really helped me. And Atlanta's where you got to worry about the strip club wings there in Magic City. <laughs> Most definitely, <laughs> those are the wings that got Lou Williams in trouble in the in the bubble. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I'm I'm really glad to hear that. You know, things are going well with you because. As as a football fan, like when when Sunday comes around, the NFL's on. I got five TVs going. I got the Bengals on the big TV. I got smaller ones on the sides where I'm watching all the games. So it's nice to hear kind of what happened to former players that I knew about, but I didn't follow super closely because they didn't play yeah. for my team. Yeah, man, and I man. think it's cool that that you're able to give that insight, and Sean's able to to let me be a part of it because I I get all kinds of. I'm a football head, man. I like to learn as much as I can from the inside. I, I got a question for you, man. Like. How rewarding is it to suck so long and then be good? Man, it I I can't stop thinking about last season and I know that I need to stop thinking about last season because you know, I do I do <laughs> I write articles for Sense Jungle so like I got to focus on the present and stuff, but man, we did. We sucked for so long. I I came up in like the Achille, my very first Bengals jersey was Achilles Smith. So oh, yeah, you real deal. From then on, I was I was with them, and then you know that was Kitna, and then you know Palmer gave us that hope, and then that went bad. So finally, to to get like even to the Super Bowl was crazy. But man, like I have this hole in my chest because y'all the whole got, time I y'all got that guy. I could tell you that that boy is cold. And that, Joe, that's that's listen, that's what y'all it got is. the end. Every see y'all got y'all got a great team, man. Y'all gonna be good for a long time. So it's very rewarding. I gotta add on. They be a good team, man. A they good are, team. Man. But see, I got this van, right? I've got a, I've got a, a, a minivan, and it's, it was my grandma's, and then she got sick, but she gave it to my dad because he used to borrow it to go to Bengals games. Well, he ended up giving it to me because he don't go to games anymore. But I have a van. It's orange. It's, I, we got it painted orange. It's got stripes on it. It's got Bengals logos on it, all that, and it's got AFC championship banners on the back of it. 
And I got to add another one now. But, man, I was really hoping to put a big-ass Lombardi trophy on the back windshield. It'll come at some point, man. Joe Burrow going to win a Super Bowl. I, I could say that on this podcast right now. He's going to win one. I need to hear that, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna clip that, and that's going on Twitter. I needed to hear that from a player. I, I, I think I think I think I think they get I think they get I think they get it uh, get a Super Bowl before he uh, they're gonna get before he they're gonna get uh, one. You know what I mean? They definitely they're definitely gonna get one. They got they got he's such a young guy. He only gonna get better. They they improved in the O line. Those receivers are gonna get better. I'm sure it's hard to keep a team together, but they're gonna have a a four or five year window where they're gonna have a chance out every year. I just need one before I die, man. That is it. I just want to see one before I die. And I was a bad call from a back judge away from it. I mean, that's why you invest in the O line, man. Yep. And that, yeah, I mean, and that's the crazy thing. Joe Burrow did that and got the Bengals to the Super Bowl. He got sacked 70 times last year. He got sacked mm-hmm. nine times in a playoff game and they won. So yeah, man, get let that man stand up, and I'll, he's gonna get us there. And Definitely. to hear a former player say that you believe he's gonna get one makes me feel a little bit better because I, nah. I I gotta see one. My luck, they'll do it like the year after I die. It's it's a it's an interesting time though because I I don't remember a time where there was this many legit quarterbacks, especially in one conference. Yeah, it's mostly the AFC. It's mostly AFC, so it's gonna be a tough run. But like all these dudes gonna take turns, in my opinion. I think Patrick's still the king. I think he's gonna have yeah. more than all of them, but. I mean, football is such a team game that it ain't like basketball where you can go on a run like Michael Jordan. I mean, Tom Brady kind of did it, but his were even spaced out. I mean, he's 20 years in, so it's going to be – Tom Brady was born in a manger. He's different. Yeah, yeah so it's going to be it's gonna be interesting, man, over the, over the next 10 years. Absolutely, and I can't win. That's the thing. Whatever nah. quarterback goes to the Super Bowl out of the AFC, you cannot say that he didn't earn it and go through it because he's going to have to go through – Mahomes, he's gonna have to go through a bird. Nah, you're right. Through Herbert, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, <laughs> depending on how that plays out. I'm, I'm really interested to see how that plays out. I, I'm starting to think that he plays all year. I'm starting to think they're going to gather more evidence before any suspension comes down Most because they definitely. don't want to do Most too, too little. No, I think he's going to get suspended. I mean. I mean, you get guys suspended with um, way less allegations. So That's true. Have to do, they have to do something. I mean, if, if you go off the league history, something's going to be done. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting one to follow, man. And I don't like to get into the weeds too much on that because, I, I don't know, I piss people off every day. I guess I should just say whatever I want. Man, my Twitter mentions are toxic every day. And I don't even have <laughs> followers. I got like 5,700 followers. I don't even have people like that. Uh, you follow so me on Twitter, I, man. You'll be in for a show. I'm fine. I'm, I'm gonna find what, what's your, what's your Twitter? I'll look it up right uh, now. Jeff Allen seventy one. I'm I'm coming. Follow me back. Make me look like I'm important. I got you, man. <laughs> <laughs> right, man. Jeff, yeah, I remember. Back, bro. Oh, I'm already man, following Jeff, you. We're Jeff, good. We're in there. Jeff, is everybody. Yeah, he interacts with everybody, man. What's your What's your Twitter? At Drew Garrison, just like it is Drew here on the Garrison. screen. Yeah, I'm a dumbass, man, so just take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> See, it. Sean, we're making connections out here, man. Nah, I'm man, get some man Jeff is one of the Twitter followers, bro, like I tell you, man. Man, you know, we're going to make sure everything is straight. That's the biggest thing, man. That's why I got to get on this pod. I had him come on a pod, man, but just, just cousin them. We got to go on his pod, too, though. Yeah, you got to come has, on my pop podcast sure. too. With Kansas City Sports Network, back in, it's a KC thing. But um, before I get going, man, how'd y'all how'd y'all connect on this, man? How'd y'all get this going? I know you was in Cincy for a bit, Sean. Is this connection? I got this connection. Um, I had did a it show for Sean somebody. <laughs> it started with Tom, Sean talking shit about Cheetah Bay Awuzie, the corner of the Bengals. That's really how it started. Yeah, yeah, yeah that is how it started. I was talking shit about that in the playoffs. Y'all still got Eli. Apple? I was talking about that. He's still yeah, yeah. Apple, Apple's back, man. Demon time. He make he make y'all really unlikely, man. Fuck that dude. Twitter assassin. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm not just fan. Hey, I love hey. I, I, hey, no, I love Eli Apple. The reason why is because he unfiltered and he don't give a shit, man. 
I'm just pissed. He, 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 he was talking about shit. Hey, look, he was talking shit about my Chiefs, man. I had me in my feelings, but you can respect <laughs> the guy. You can respect the guy that stand on his words, though. Not like, only that, up. man. He's he's had a he had a rough start to his career, and he and people don't like people don't know it because. He gave up two touchdowns in the Super Bowl, but he only gave up 19 yards. And one mm-hmm. of the touchdowns was after the refs walked him to the one-yard line, but I won't even get into that. Nah, but he really bounced back and was a solid corner last year. Yeah, people put you in – when you're a guy like that that starts your career off you know, rough, they kind of put you in that box as a bust and don't credit you when you start to turn things around. And I feel like he's one of those dudes that's been like really – you know, it's regressed through his career, you know, starting to step up and, and play well. That's why I nah, think you nah, earned exactly. the right to talk that shit last year. Stop talking shit on Twitter, though, Eli. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, you, you got to. You got to until you until you make the play, though. Until you make the play, man. You got to until you make the play. Man, you know I mean. You know, you know how you got how how confident you got to be to talk shit online as a cornerback. <laughs> <laughs> that man got confidence for sure. Man, that's what I'm one, saying. Man, man, you got confidence. It's I like would over, give anything. I would give anything for that last touchdown that Cup caught on him. I would give anything that I own. I would give a year of my salary for Eli Apple to have picked that ball off because he'd still be talking shit right now. Hell yeah, hell yeah! That would have been his Twitter bio, his his picture, everything. That would have been great though. I like I like that man. I like that for, especially from an active player. A lot of guys wait until they're done to start talking shit. He talks shit now, so. You can respect that for real. No, you can't respect it. You can respect it when you gotta do that. Most definitely, most definitely, most definitely, man. Well, Jeff, man, I appreciate you joining us today, man. We'd love to have you on during the season, man, to come back again, man, and bring some of them cookies too, man. Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna send y'all some. Y'all gotta eat them live during the podcast. Appreciate y'all having me. Good luck to the Bengals this year, man. I respect the hell out of that team. Y'all got some really good players. Good Much coaching, appreciated. Good coaching staff. Gonna be a hell of a team um, to compete against. So good luck to y'all. Appreciate you, man. And once again, that's at Cookie Society on Twitter and Instagram. Tap in. Get yourself some cookies. You know you want to. Jeff, you have a good night, man. It was nice to meet you, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Nice to meet you, Drew. I'll holler at you, Sean. All right, man. Appreciate it. Awesome, awesome conversation, man. That dude was awesome. Nah, good, man. Good, good, good dude, man. So, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I appreciate everybody joining us today for the three point stands with Sean Smith and Drew, episode six. We'll be back with some more episodes as we go into continue the off season as we get ready to vamp up for training camp here soon. Yes, sir. Everybody have a good night or day if you're listening to this tomorrow when it comes out. No, whenever. Just listen. Right. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.